welcome to episode... Fuck's sake. <laughs> 129 of Trough Hovar, where Sparks talks over me repeatedly because he's got some kind of stupid fucking delay on his microphone. That means he constantly tries to talk when I'm talking. Uh, on purpose. Or vice versa. I start talking, and he just starts talking. Um, but we talk about stuff like, you know, there's there's been something about restricted lists and erratas and lion packs and crane cards. And, uh, listener questions. There you go. Enjoy. Welcome to episode 129 of Troll 5R. The, uh, the, the most episodes of any... Uh, LCG specific podcast, I think, right? I think so. Nice. I'm I'm there. With me is is Sparks. I'm always here. Yeah, I know. It's a shame, but um, <laughs> and uh, you love me. Yeah. So, what the fuck has been going on the last couple weeks, Sparks? Dude, a lot of shit's happening. <laughs> like, like we take a couple weeks off. And there's like two clan packs, a restrict list, the roles have changed, everyone has imploded or exploded or both. And I got a Kotai to prepare for. Yeah, me too. I've got I got one end of this month. Are we the same weekend? I'm not sure. I think we're last weekend of May. Yeah, ours is the thirty first of May through to the second of June. Okay. Yeah. I have to double check the dates, but You might be the weekend before. We should be the same meta either way. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you've been uh, you've been playing much Elf over? Well, I got in a few games last week with the uh, local guys here. Free wins or? No, no. I mean, they were they were good games. Do you suck now? <laughs> no, I don't suck now. <laughs> well, not more than usual. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, but it was kind of like it was just they were just trivial games because you know we were just waiting for the new rolls and shit. So this week we'll get some better testing in. The um, yeah, I mean I've been uh, I I proxied Crane Pack for the first time last week in our in our weekly meetup, and uh, <laughs> I bought mine. Yeah, well we we have this thing in the UK where we don't get anything <laughs> on time, so. It's FFG's speciality for us. It's not. It's not out this week in the UK either. So, um, praying it shows up next week because we have a kotai at the end of this month. You, and we you need might it. get it before your kotai. Fucking better, Ed. If if it's not on this week's release pack, I'm just going to order it in one of the uh, like some of the foreign language European ones have theirs. I'll just order it from there, and then there you go. Yeah, maybe Poland because I still don't have any Polish cards. No, oh, you might as well get something from every language. Exactly. I think that's my last language. Oh. But yeah, it's um I'll, I'll tell you what, I had my my favorite game was when I had 18 attachments on Uji. I don't know how people let you do that. Well, for only 15 of them were mine. <laughs> he had two he had two so he, had... Fi- he had two fiery madnesses and a mark of shame and he was still on it and like a 10-9 or something. So yeah, that was that was that was good. So uh that that's the only card that really mattered. I, I played Gossip a couple of times as well. Gossip's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You should... A uh, bunch of cranes keep putting it as a one-of in their list right now, and uh, I'm expecting them to go up to two-of when they realize that two-of is just better than one-of. Uh-huh. I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of one-ofs anyway, but I still do it. 
I like some one-offs, but only when it's mm-hmm. like, you know, things like Assassination, where actually there's two matchups I'm never going to play it in. Um, but it's yeah. solid as a one-off in the other matchups. So. Alright. Uh, yes, yeah, so, should we talk about something that's actually relevant? Crane, Crane Pack only came out last week, and it's already, uh, already outdated, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we got the Lion Pack coming. Yeah, let's talk about the Lion Pack. When do you think you'll get that? Uh, my guess is, uh, I mean, when's it due to come out? Assuming it comes out, they're normally about two, three months uh, maybe three months ahead on their spoilers for their site, so probably in about three months' time is when it's due to come out, so we'll maybe get it in four months' time. But we'll probably get it before Gen Con? Well, you, you'll probably get it when it's due. I'll, I'll get it some other time, a few weeks later. Right. Because Asmodee owned the distributor in the UK, but still can't manage to fucking distribute some packs. <laughs> So you want to get into this lion pack then? Yeah, okay. Let's have a let's have a quick look. I don't want to talk about every card. I'm talking about every card, shit. Let's talk about the important right. one. Well, you like the stronghold, right? I do. I I really like the stronghold. Uh, the stronghold. That, that Thirteen base honor. Thirteen base honor is relevant and uh, reaction after a character you control loses conflict as an a character. Uh, Reaction after a character you control loses a conflict as an attacker, bow the stronghold. Choose a non-champion character, bow that character. So, basically, if I attack you, you can mm-hmm. defend, and if you win, then I bow one of your guys. And if you don't defend, well, fuck you, I'm winning, so. <laughs> or you could just defend with everybody and not have to worry about bowing somebody. <laughs> yeah, well, they're all bowing anyway, Dick, <laughs> as long as you... <laughs> As long as you weren't relying on Mountain Doesn't Fool. Yeah, no, I really... Um, but notice it says any conflict, though, not just military. Yep. Um, but, so, um, Martell in Game of Thrones had a uh, uh, a heavy lose-to-win theme that went on for a while. Uh, they still use some of those cards now, but, like, that, those sort of style of cards were always my favorite cards in that game almost like it was really fun to be like oh i lost oh what a shame i guess i get all these benefits i think it's really cool i'm really excited about the stronghold plus lion are really good at losing conflicts at the moment so it's 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 right there ready for them <laughs> so you think this pack's gonna boost them up into uh competitiveness they're competitive now we just got through saying they'll keep losing yeah, I know, but then if you look at Denver Kotai, nice 61-player Kotai, uh, Lion made the cut, mm-hmm. Crane and Scorpion did not make the cut. So let's let's just nerf Crane and Scorpion. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, that must be... Uh, <laughs> if, if only this Kotai had happened a week earlier. Um... But yeah, no, the, the, the sort of strategies, if when Lion get a, a few more supporting cards, and we, we already see Embrace Death on there as a, as a possible additional option. But I don't think you even need any other cards with the Stronghold. You just, you could just run a normal, aggressive Lion deck and just attack and, like. Yeah, it's, it's a general Stronghold. Yeah. Not relying on any kind of theme or anything. Just do a nice pokey political at the start, and either you win it or mm-hmm. you. Bower guy. Yeah. Anything anything grab you in this article? Any other cards? I mean 
I don't know. The Ashigaru Levy is really cool. Zero cost for three guys. Oh, yeah. Free stuff has never been broken in L5R. Never. Wow, that was that was an exciting look at the li- upcoming Lion Pack. <laughs> I mean, with the other news that came out, it just sort of made me stop caring about card previews for a little bit. We want to get into the other news then? Yeah, we sort of touched on it, just them, right? Because uh, Cra- yeah. Crane and Scorpion are pretty bad, as Denver Kotai proved. They're bottom tier. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so what FFG has seen fit to do is to nerf both Scorpion and Crane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's the, there's a lot of changes just happened between the roles and the restricted lists and the erratas. Well, Scorpion got Keeper of Air. Scorpion did get Keeper of Air, which is really scary because they already had a really good <laughs> deck with Mark of Shame and Noble Sacrifice, and now mm-hmm. they can and Soul Beyond Reproach, and now they can just add backhanded compliments to it. Might as well. I've been running a Keeper of Earth Scorpion deck that I stole from the guy who cut in Paris with it, and it's oh, yeah? actually really fucking like it is. It is legitimately really scary to play against. So them having a <laughs> a, a good element to go with the Keeper role worries me. I stole the Keeper of Earth deck from uh, Steve Palumbo. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily we don't have to worry about Scorpion. They're now unplayable because their stronghold is is errated. <laughs> to uh, only gain one or make your opponent lose one. There's no steely one. Which, yeah, which you still have to be less honorable. Yes. So, what do you, you're, you're a Scorpion player. What do you think? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I think it's funny that there's some comments in the Scorpion uh, Facebook group that keeps saying that. I think this is a buff to the stronghold. <laughs> <laughs> I so so I've I've had that discussion and there is like if if you don't think you're in danger of being dishonored out being able to stay mm-hmm. lower honor for longer is is potentially better it just is more risky <laughs> which I think is fine you're not getting an airing every turn for no cost you're actually getting half an airing so true and I think that balancing would be important. I mean, I, I don't think the stronghold's bad. Now that it's nerfed, you know, I just don't think it got better. It definitely didn't get better, but there are, I, th- I think there's situations, <laughs> that there are situations where it technically is better, but overall it's definitely way worse. Right, right. Or, or it's not even way worse, to be honest. It's just fair now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's not unfair, which it was. So, uh, what what else happens, Fox? Pick something with uh with the with, with the errata. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you should. I assume okay. you keep on top well, of these we, things. We started off with well, well, we started off with the roll cards. What did uh, Crane get? Oh, we we yeah. So so Crane now got Seeker of Void to replace How their Keeper of Air. Um, I I have everybody got Seeker of Void. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this is this is now Legend of the Void Ring. <laughs> well, I mean, there's only three there's only three elements even chosen in these. Like, so we can rebrand to Legend of the Three Rings, sack off the fire and the water ring, and uh, and just crack on, right? Yeah, remember when fire was all the rage? I still think fire is good, but uh, without feast or famine being unrestricted, it's not as good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, 
I have looked ahead to our listener questions, and I'll save part of this for there. Um, let's just say Crane are on two. Crane, I think, are the only clan on two seeker roles now, rather than a keeper and a seeker. Yeah, I think everyone else is on the keeper and a seeker, and Crane are just on two seekers. Crane have no access to keeper cards, which they just got a dueling pack. Which we knew was we knew was coming when we were voting on our roles, and dueling is really good when you have extra influence and dis- defend your honor. And there's a really good duel- crane dueling deck that relies on the keeper role. Recently been put out to public by shoot, and uh, that that's all gone. So nobody realizes this, and they just voted. Everyone realizes anyway. this because uh, someone was yelling at people very loudly uh, before the votes were even live that we should be having a keeper role as well as a seeker role. And who the hell was loud uh, yelling loudly? Uh, well, see, here's here's the uh, fun fun story time. Uh, while I was, mm-hmm. I I did a bunch of yelling for for keeper role, and like some people disagreed with the elements I wanted for keeper role, but which is fair, but. Uh, shoot! Uh, turned around. He's Crane Hatamoto. Turned around and posts a big rebuttal about how keeper role doesn't matter that much. We should just take the best role, and the best role is seeker avoid. So shut up. And uh, Eric, who's our, <laughs> our world champion, also backed him up uh, and, and agreed with him. And that's mm-hmm. enough to sway a lot of people. I know there were still a lot of keeper votes went into this, but that was enough to sway quite a lot of people uh, uh, away. Or at least it was enough to sway the majority, because it's a flat 50-50 vote keeper-seeker, right? So, um, so, so do you know how those guys, those two people specifically, reacted to not having a keeper role now? Uh, I don't think Eric... Or are they still happy with the seeker I, I don't think Eric cares that much. I think Eric always wants seeker. Eric is the sort of player who spend almost no fate while making as much fate as he can he doesn't yeah he doesn't like spending his money okay. so um but uh shoot is the uh, recently put up a crane dueling tower deck really really oppressive to play against if you don't have consumed by five fires or way of the crab um if you have right. those you don't give a shit either way um <laughs> But really, really oppressive play against. You know, you do things like put 18 attachments on a crane character. um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, and this removes his deck from existence, basically. Uh, And I I did Hmm. see earlier he was uh, was like, wish, let's say, I, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was along the lines of, man, I wish we had a keeper role still. Uh, oh. Which is funny because he's the guy who posted the first fucking essay rebuttal against why we should have a keeper role as well as a seeker role. So, uh, f- <laughs> yeah, fuck you. I told you so. And now we just have seeker. Which I mean, like, to be fair, seeker avoid is not exactly a bad role, right? It's a good fucking role. But uh, not having access to a keeper role, it like it. I, I don't understand the rationale. Like, ev- everyone else has access to one and the other, so they can be, like, people can deck build. Everyone complains about being restricted in their deck building because of these roles. They're like, oh, we never get to choose. They get the fucking option to choose to just at least have one of each of the roles, and then they turn around and go, oh, let's, let's half our options. <laughs> yeah. 
I was meant to. I think that was one of the biggest gripes at the beginning of the game, anyway. It's still, I was still see one role when they announced. When they announced this, there were there were people still going, "Oh, just free the rolls for fuck's sake!" Oh, it's like, well, at least everyone else can pick one of the two fucking seeker keepers. Just play fucking yeah. seeker of void for the rest of my life, then. And I know they're gonna pick <laughs> fucking keeper of air when when like so so we'll probably get a keeper in the next round of voting, but they'll all vote keeper of air because we need soul beyond reproach, even though our stronghold literally can honor us every fucking turn. Or I want to run Mark of Shame so I can run Noble Sacrifice. <laughs> That's very unfair impressions of people who are bad at the game. Have we ever discussed the uh, disguise keyword? Uh, no. I think we oh, touch. Okay. I think we touched on it, but like, I is it's hassle trying to like it does a bunch of things. It's not fucking simple. Like, there's a few people in my playgroups that's scared that it's too overpowered. I I think it's pretty powerful, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely, definitely very good. Let me jump to the new section so I can, uh, I, I can have a scan. Entertain people with oh, some okay. air, airtime. <laughs> what do you want me to entertain them with? Hurricane uh, punch. Yeah, just yell that at them. Restoration. Got a rotted. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think it's better. As it's in, not nearly as oppressive. Like you, you can. So, so here's what confuses me. There are people who have said, and at least one of them is is probably one of the better players in North America, which puts him in the top thirty worldwide. Um, he um said it's unplayable now. Really, I don't think it's unplayable. I still think it's a good card. I don't understand how Upholding Authority can be the totally best province in the game and yet that card be considered unplayable. Like, yeah. if I if I face plant into it on turn one, like, yeah, I can poke now to dodge it, but I can poke to dodge Upholding as well. If I face plant into it on turn one or two or three, or when, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I can play some events out during the battle, but I'm still going to lose Yeah, e- Yeah, even if you're not poking. Yeah, if, even if you're not poking, at least you can play the cards before you have to discard them. Which is fair, but I'm still I'm still probably going to lose cards. Like, if you just mm-hmm. say, oh, you're breaking while well, I don't defend, like, how many cards am I realistically going to play? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, we got disguised rules. Let's just keep jumping all over the place. It's more fun this way. That's what we normally do, right? <laughs> yeah. I think disguised does seem pretty ridiculously powerful. And maybe I don't want to see it after this set. <laughs> like, if I, I don't think it's as bad as people are thinking it's going to be. You, you move all tokens, so like you can buy a cheap guy with however much fate you want or whatever. Like you mm. keep them on it. Like your your mm. guy comes in for reduced cost, so actually you the the you haven't spent any extra money on this guy, but because it also unbows the character, or effectively unbows because your disguise guy comes into play unbowed. It's mm-hmm. like you do your poke with your one drop uh, or your three drop or whatever, and then you just surprise this guy comes out. Now he's standing. Now he's got all the fate and attachments he's got he, you want on him. It it just it, it sure. I I think th- it doesn't look like there's much disguise like one or two characters for each clan that we've seen so far. Um, right. If it's not overused, 
maybe it's okay. Um, but it is a very strong keyword that I think they need to be very careful with. Yeah. I can see it getting out of hand, but I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's as bad as people think it is. it's going to be right now. Yeah, it's hard to... like like that, Something like that needs properly needs like playing some games with to to understand mm-hmm. like l- like that that's quite an awkward ability to try and assess on paper yeah yeah um we also uh yeah we we tadaka tadaka got errated uh everyone mm-hmm. thought he was going to get banned which is interesting but he, he only got errated yeah. um i don't think the errata is that big a deal i don't I, he's still really strong he is still super strong and if phoenix is first but, player all it really does is give you a pre-conflict action window before he attacks you yeah with earth and then you're immediately back to tadaka being active because how are you going <laughs> to defend against the earth conflict when you can't play cards exactly so yeah he's still like he it, he's been toned down a little bit, which is good. And the 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 problem is, you don't personally have a way to turn him off now. Yeah, that's true. Because he 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 starts off at least now, but you don't have a way of handling it. It's going to be first player against Phoenix. Yeah. So just uh, just just everyone play with the unicorn. Since the shrine got added to the restricted list. It did, but that was, I think, just because of the change to Tadaka, right? Because now, <laughs> if, if you had secluded Shrine out, you just immediately turn Tadaka back on. So, yeah, but it was only, no way to turn him off. It was only really played as meta for your opponent's Tadaka, so I don't mm-hmm. like. I don't think that's a big deal. Uh, so restrict list updates. Well, we talked about a couple. Did we? <laughs> well, Secluded Shrine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one. Uh, Embrace the Void? We, we haven't Consumed? spoken about that. Consumed isn't on the restrict list. Oh, oh. Embrace the Void is on the restrict list. Uh, yes. So I think the idea is, like, Consumed is an important tool to exist in the environment, because how the fuck, like, with with the deck that shoot, shoot did have like is I do nothing turn one and then like say I buy an UG with six fate on turn two like how the fuck do you deal with that once I start loading him up with attachments right so yeah. uh, I think consumed is important but it's nice they now either embrace the void to get all their money back for it or they tadaka but not both and like like the big issue was always they could do literally everything, so you couldn't use your hand or establish a board presence. But still, the law came on. Uh, Unsurprising yeah. to anybody. Uh, I I think it was a surprise to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think like, I've I've seen people complain that Crane are too strong, but Crane of like Lion have won more Kotai's than Crane, and as many World Championships. <laughs> Which means Lion are better than Crane, right? Yeah, yeah. Lion's Can you be nerfed in Lion then? Lion's Kotai win was recent as well. <laughs> it's not That's like true. an old historic Kotai win. Like Lion's Kotai win is more recent than Crane's Worlds win. Um, and Crane couldn't even get into the cuts in the Kotai last week. Exactly. And Lion did. 
<laughs> I think I, I think it's fairly obvious the the issue with Steward of Law is going to be due to the death coming up. Um, yeah, probably. Make, make, give, giving a jewel a refusal cost and then giving the clan who have the jewel an easy way to just counter the refusal cost is probably a problem. Yeah. But it would have been nice to let see see them let it play out a little bit before deciding <laughs> it's a problem. Like, this is a preemptive, you will never ever do that. We'll, we'll do it before that card comes near to your hands. <laughs> Which I don't particularly like seeing. What else got added? Uh, I think that's just it. Embra- oh, okay. it embrace secluded so shrine and steward. Nothing came off, so like Arata Tadaka is still on the restrict list. Okay. Um, and the two the two other Aratas. Um, mm-hmm. But I I think overall is probably good for the environment. Like City of the Open Hand was above the curve that's been fixed. Hopefully they are out of Kaiden Isawa sometime soon, or fix that stronghold, because who'd have thought Recursion would be really strong in a card game? <laughs> Nobody thinks that. Yeah, no, I've I've never seen designers have issues with Recursion in their games. Not not any game ever. And then, then we're going to see another box with, like, uh, Tudor. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Because that's never bad for a game either. It'll be out of Phoenix as well. It'll be Bather Stronghold. Search your deck for any number of spell events with the same name. Reveal them. Put them in your hand. <laughs> All your spell events cost three less this turn. Actually, that's a Phoenix lie. Need something like that. That that's a lie. It'll be a crap card, and it'll be like. Rea- it'll be for spell events. It- no, it'll be a stronghold that just says interrupt about before before well, your character leaves play about this stronghold. No, they don't. Because I don't know how the fuck Crab keep dodging. Like, Crab have dodged both. Crab, Crab won the last restrict They don't get list. nerfed. And Crab, like, like, the only thing keeping Crab down at the moment, I think, is the speed of Unicorn HMT and... Uh, Phoenix burning their saves a lot faster once Ugina hits the board. That's the only thing keeping Crab down. Now, HMT isn't hit, which will hopefully keep Crab a little bit honest, but Phoenix are nerfed a, a bit now. And, like, Phoenix have five fires in Ugina still, but, like, I don't, I don't understand. Cra- Crab is so boring. They... <laughs> They need something. If they can break up their deck somewhat, then they can force them to play other things, which means they can also print some nicer cards for them, because all they're doing is printing yeah. shit cards, because otherwise the, the Crabicorn deck just gets better. Like, like Crab's the only clan that still runs mostly Corset cards. It's just so, like... and The deck hasn't changed. Like, they added Fight On. That, that's it. That's all that's changed. <laughs> and it's just so obnoxious to deal with. Like, I don't... I, I don't understand how they... How, how design don't see them as a problem. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. Fucking design. Because you can't, you can't say one way, like, well, Crab hasn't won anything in a while, but they still nerfed Scorpion. They I still mean, nerfed Crab, Crane. Crab, <laughs> you know? Crab won Paris Kotai uh, like a month ago, so... Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They even they, beat the... No, there was a shit ton of Phoenix at that event. And he had to face oh. 
the world champion as well. Yeah, that was the event I faced four Phoenix in a row in Swiss. <laughs> and you had a good time. I, I did right up until I made a huge mistake right at the end of the last fucking game. <laughs> I don't know. All right, that's fair. I don't know. I don't know what the reasonings are. I just wish they'd be better. Come on, Tyler. <laughs> just, res- like, I think all they have to do is, like, restrict Talisman, which I think is a perfectly fair card to restrict anyway. And that by itself says, well, Crab can still do what they're doing, but they either lose Talisman or they lose Rebuild. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I I, I literally think just just a restriction on Talisman is fair, because Unicorn don't give a fuck. They barely play the card, so they'll just continue to barely play the card. Uh, like, restricting Talisman mainly hits Crab, and it's... it's yeah. You, you restrict a potentially very unfair card to deal with a very boring, unfair deck. <laughs> all right is that it with all the uh announcements are we done with this i i think that's all the important things to be honest there was just a kotai on the weekend we sort of touched on that denver happened a little bit yeah yeah uh americans proved that they still can't beat an eel for some reason um but uh the 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 star of that event for me was dan k who uh has been trying hard for a while and has finally got his unicorn hatamoto that's pretty good and he's a uh, yeah. He's he, got his unicorn Hatamoto like in the first couple of months of the game. No, nah, he was playing uh, crap to start the game with. Oh, uh, he oh moved, okay. He moved to unicorn uh, like when they weren't. It, it was it was still a couple of months ago, I think, or a few months oh, ago. Oh, so after the pack and everything. No, it was it was it was before the pack. The pack might have been announced, but it was it was before that pack. Like considerably before that pack. Oh, okay. So he's he's not quite bandwagoning. He's not a bandwagon kind of guy. He plays what he thinks is fun for him. Uh, <laughs> and there was a great top 8 match on stream where he, the, the Phoenix player he was against passed turn 1 without buying anything and Dan just took 3 provinces off him on turn 1. <laughs> I was like okay what then. What the shit? Yeah. Cheers mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, an aggro deck. I better do nothing to them and just go. <laughs> <laughs> That was a fun game to watch, not for any good reasons, just just because of the, the like just just to watch the deck fire on that turn one. The the be- like he couldn't have even done it, but he saved a um a windswept yurt like till about mm-hmm. halfway through the conflict phase, and then flipped it, and it was a Shiatomi encampment. He was like, "Oh, that helps stand my Chagatai." <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Well, good. at least Chagatai doesn't look nearly as dangerous as he did. In- in an old L5R. Eh, I mean, he breaks a lot of provinces very quickly if you can't stop them. Yeah. HMT is still kind of... It, it's a lot better than it was pre-Unicorn pack, but it's still glass cannony. Like, if you if you stop it, as soon as it loses its momentum, I think it's basically fucked. Yeah. Yeah, if you can drag it. And they, and they can still come out of nowhere and suddenly take a bunch of provinces again. So you still have to be very, very mm-hmm. careful against them. But once you've stopped that initial momentum, you, if you play correctly, they they can't win that game, I don't think. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, which is why it was painful watching him face Anil in the top four. Uh, Neil's turn one was Kanjo District Imperial Palace. <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> like, Forgotten Library and some shit, I don't know. It was, it was ridiculous. 
So, I don't, I don't know. I think we've sped through everything quite quickly today. I think so, too. Uh, so, I'm going to start with the people who posted in the wrong place, so that once we're through their tough titties, they shouldn't have been posted in the wrong place. <laughs> in the LCG group? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Caelan Paul Dale asks you, uh, how much of a I told you so look did Darren wear after Crane started to become irritated they had double seeker role? I don't know how much of a I told you so look he had, but he definitely says I told you so a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Maybe I'll just swap so, plan out of spite. Alex Jacobs, uh, support of the Crane, great role or greatest role? Um, so. I'm going to attempt to answer this seriously because I have a serious answer for this. Don't do it, Dare. You're going to lose your reputation. So, I I actually don't think support the... the, So, I'm not going to talk about support the crane. Fuck you, Alex. Um, Support the unicorn is a role I actually really (laughs) like. (laughs) He just went to something. It's totally different. <laughs> no, no, right. It's relevant, because if I think support of the unicorn is better, then it answers his question for him. Um, support of the unicorn is potentially really good. Like, you get three spy glasses, three Gaijin customs, a couple of favored mounts, and some Shinjo ambushes. I originally said ring of mm-hmm. bindings, but I've gone off them. Um, I think the ambushes are better. Uh, uh, you can't talisman, it's not a keeper role. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. That's the only downside. So, like, yeah. uh, and and obviously losing any other keeper or seeker specific cards. Um, mm-hmm. So, I actually don't think that's bad. So, in answer to the crane one, I don't think support of the crane will be as good as that. But I think support of the crane will be the second best support role currently. Because mm. I mean, support of Phoenix and Scorpion—they're not worthwhile. Like, they're not. But support of the crane, there could be something in it for, like, dragons, maybe? Like, just mm-hmm. splash all the duelist trainings, and or maybe scorpions really want gossip al- alongside a bunch of other cards, because, like, gossip's really good. Sure. But, uh, no, it's definitely not the greatest role. Although, if I find a deck that I think could work and be funny... I may take a crane support of the crane deck to worlds. Ah, okay. Be fun. And if not to worlds, I'll definitely do it at some smaller tournament anyway, just for a laugh. Because <laughs> maybe on the phase two element or cha- uh, champs, because <laughs> I think it's... Then watch you win with it. I mean, it's, it's I, I think <laughs> I, like crane have enough good crane cards that I think you could just build a good crane deck. <laughs> like, I could definitely get that bash. It'd be funny. <laughs> Edward Kim, when will one of you get Hatamoto, and how do you feel about everyone's new roles? And Paul Steiner wants yes. a follow-up of, of why should we listen to you when you still aren't a Hatamoto? Because <laughs> we're entertaining. Is that it? Is that the whole answer? I, I mean, he wants to know how you feel about everyone's new roles. Oh, oh, I think I think Crane's new role is funny. I like Scorpion's new role. Other than that, I don't really care too much. <laughs> yeah. Secret of Air for the Lion, I think, is the only surprising one. 
Oh yeah, I guess that is kind of a kind of out there. Why don't they go with Secret Avoid like everybody else? Yeah, exactly. Like clearly, Secret Avoid <laughs> is the only role. So, <laughs> a crab, even crab went Secret Avoid. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Eric Balouis, Crane Pack here before Birmingham, or are we using proxies and hoping judges don't see? Uh, I mean, <laughs> like. Legitimately, if the crane pack isn't ready for Birmingham, I might just not give a fuck about Birmingham at that point. Like, it's a Grand Kotai. Maybe I should. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should still practice. But like, I, I mean, it's the start of. We're we're right at the end of April. It's already released, and this Kotai's not till the end of May. Everyone is going to practice, assuming the crane pack is there. So, right. if it if it's not if it doesn't arrive at our shores in time for the 11 day legality, I am going to talk very, very quickly and very, very loudly with the various heads of organized play in the UK and Europe. You, you and don't think that they'll do the, you don't think that they'll do the legality, legality like they did last time as American legality? Well, they did that after myself and probably several other people started yelling at them that it was fucking stupid. So, um, you don't think that they would do that again, though? They might. They could. Okay. I don't know. Um, the The issue is we don't know when the fuck the pack's coming right now. And true, everyone will have to practice, assuming it will be here. So I like, yeah. I I I'm going to just make the assumption it's going to be here, and I'm going to just play with it. Which means that if we get there and it's not legal, I'm just going to play proxies. <laughs> no, no one will notice. Or like I say, I'll just order. I'll order it. Like I, I'm pretty sure it'll be legal because it is out in various parts of Europe yeah. and stuff already. So I'll just order a French pack or a German pack or a Spanish pack or a Polish pack, um, like a couple weeks ahead of time if the English one isn't out. So yeah, because I'm playing with proxies now, like in real life. I'm I'm playing with the cream pack already. Uh, on Jigoku, <laughs> on Jigoku, I'm playing with friends because the functionality for the crane cards isn't actually programmed into Jigoku, but the cards are there. So as long as we can chat as we play, we can manual through it. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not playing pre crane clan pack now. So if in a month's time it's still not here or legal, um, I'm gonna yell a lot until it is. I think. I reckon I can. <laughs> I've, I've got good lines, good, good, good lines, good um, relationships with head of UK organized play, head of North America organized play, head of Europe organized they can, plays. They can do like the old game and just have proxy tournament. Yeah, collat edition. Woo! <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's move on to the actual, like, where people are meant to post their questions. Oh, right. wow, there's a lot more. And <laughs> most relevant is selected again. For fuck's sake. <laughs> it's my post. Just show me all comments. Don't just show me most relevant, you fucking piece of shit website. <laughs> if we don't answer your question, you're not relevant. Okay. Uh, shoot, uh, Nicholas Simon Pietri, also known as Shoot There, asks... What do you think Crane Tower need to be even better, assuming Keeper Roll? Huh? Uh, Crane doesn't have a secret roll. Keeper Roll. Oh, I'm sorry, they have... 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't have a I, keeper role. I mean, I mean, what they need to be even better is a fucking keeper role, you fucking snake. Uh, but also, uh, if uh, if we did have a keeper role, I, all they would need is a way to protect the fate on their characters, uh, protect them from leaving play. Like, if we had a crane reprieve or a crane stand your ground, like, Mm-hmm. It, I, I think that would be that because consumed by five fires and where the crab is the only things the only two cards that I ever care about when I play with that deck like I've played with his deck yeah. a bunch of like like the ridiculous tower past turn one waning hostilities and then just wait for turn two by a guy with four five six fates and and then put eighteen thousand attachments on him like <laughs> it's it's great. Uh, and it's really fucking oppressive to play against, and <laughs> it just sort of wins. But it has two two cards of big weaknesses, so all the deck needs is to deal with those two cards. Mm. All right, I don't know where you started from. Uh, <laughs> I guess my order the, of my my I order s- of questions are totally different than yours. Well, I guess you start at your top, I'll start at my top, and we'll, we'll, we'll pray we don't repeat anything. Alright. Uh, David Dyson, with a new lion box and changes to the Scorp one, is Kaje still lion's best four drop? No. The new Shigenja that, the, the Shigenja that we didn't talk about in their pack is their best four drop. <laughs> <laughs> one that attaches a Matsu Berserker is a free plus three fine katana. Yeah. All right. I, I, I think that's there. You uh, go. Yeah. Also, I don't think Kage. Wait, which one was Kage? It's the one that makes you draw one. And I played against it. I can't remember if I mentioned it on the last cast. I don't think I did. I played against it the other day. Mm-hmm. And well, not if you only played against it the other day. You didn't well, like it. a like a week and a half ago. I don't know. Um, but f- <laughs> fuck me, it was obnoxious. Like I was, uh, like my deck's entire strat. Like everyone expects a bid five meta, so everyone builds to bid five. And this guy's just like, mm-hmm. nah, bid one. So do you? I'm like, what? Oh, uh, what? Okay, fine. Ne- <laughs> ne- next turn, nah, I bid one. So do you? And then, like at the end of at the end of turn two, I had like three cards in hand. And even though he drew one from each draw phase, he had like eight cards in hand. And I was just like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> that was pretty fun. And I had no card draw in hand because I'd done my mulligan searching for a specific card against Lion. <laughs> then this guy oh. comes out. I just looked at my hand. I was like, well, this is. Useless. <laughs> so you won that game? I did actually win that game, but what? Um, that's because lion cards aren't that good. Like if if lion had a better deck, a ca- like that that guy would have flat out lost me the game just single handedly. Mm. Like he prevented about sixteen extra cards of mine being drawn. <laughs> and I know he stopped the lion drawing them as well, but like he mm. built his deck based on that effect, and I did not build mine based on that effect. You should always build your deck based on that fact. Well, I mean, with Isawaki, uh, Iwasaki pupil, the the one drop in the crane box coming out now, uh, I think you could build something interesting out of crane dealing with that. Fair enough. Alright, next. Uh, So, Caelan Pauldale asks, 
Because I forgot to post it on the actual post, how much of a I told you so look did Darren wear after Crane started to become irritated they had double seeker roll? I don't know how much of a I told you so look he had, but he definitely says I told you so a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Maybe I'll just swap so, clan out of spite. So Nick Downing asks, thoughts on Spear Rush's fourth and gun buy? What are the archetypes you see now with Crane? What's the best splash for Crane with Void Roll? That's a lot of questions. Yeah, it is. Um, Spear Rush's fourth is probably a decent one to two of Inkaid and Kyotai, and probably not worth playing in Shizukatoshi. Gumbai, I think, is just a decent one of in, like, so obviously Inkaid and Kyotai, uh, not Kyotai, mm-hmm. Kyotai and Kikita. I'm mixing up my that stronghold with my favorite stronghold. Um, uh, any dual deck probably runs one gun by, but I think there's some half decent military based decks that can just shove one X gun by in. It's a nice plus two mm-hmm. plus two restricted card. So, uh, crane archetypes. I mean, like I literally. Since since the role announced, I've managed to build 13 decks. There's probably a good four or five separations between the the bunch of them. Uh, okay. But yeah, like so, you've got your you can do your sort of standard mid range, boring, uh, world championship style crane. You can do some kind of you you could do military like conquest dueling. You could do honor based dueling. Um, I think there's a good sort of Shigenjuri Kortiri mix you can do that may or may not be an honor deck. I haven't quite worked that one out yet. Um, have you have you got a good solid crane honor deck yet that just I, wins consistently by honor? I have a deck that wasn't running Distinguished Dojo and was regularly get, making the high teens on honor. That was all mm. about dueling. So I'm basically my my test is whether I can just slot Distinguished Dojo in there, drop my bid a little early in the game, and, and see if that works, basically. Um, I'm probably testing that this Thursday, maybe. All right. Um, there's also a fun build that I'm going to try, right? So Uji lets you play shit out of your... <coughs> like, Uji lets you pass your dynasty, right? Mm-hmm. So what if you also ran the Shigenja that lets you look at your provinces and move cards around and then charge and Narishma and raise the alarm huh. what if you did that and then like unicorn are quite good now so I could also run Chisai district wait for them to flip my magistrate station defend it then move my Chisai district onto my magistrate station and unicorn can never break it <laughs> it's, it's genius I tell you <laughs> um, so it's terrible, but I am legitimately probably going to try that out and see if the like I played a raise the alarm with Taco What's His Face last year for a bit, and it honestly wasn't bad. Like I won a tournament or a tournament or two with it. Very small tournaments, but like I I think there could still be something there with Uji coming out. <laughs> I might try that. See what happens. Look, I've got a month before right. I've got a month before Birmingham and a shit ton of decks to test. All right. Uh, so jo- come up with. Jo- Joe Chavez asks, why do you think FFG forgot to do anything with Crab? Um, well, I mean, we mentioned that Crab didn't get hit, and we don't know why. Yeah. I don't, 
don't know. It's just, I, I mean, don't, I don't Winston, get it. Winston Spencer, Winston Spencer below him kind of has it right, I think. FFG, still remember that crab exists? <laughs> yeah. I, just, I, I, like, I don't know what crab, like, I assume crab have to win, like, three Kotais in a row for FFG to take notice or something, because it's, it's, <laughs> I, like, I'm Why? genuinely scared. Scorpion hasn't won shit. I'm, I'm, and they still get hit. Scorp- if you go on Lotus Pavilion and look at their tournament stats, uh, since the start <laughs> of this year, so post restrict list, they're still doing very good. They still don't win. Although I'm surprised they didn't like have something come off the restrict list to make up for the errata. But yeah, yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I know about crab. Like I'm genuinely quite scared of crab going into Birmingham. Crab and unicorn. I might run three waning hostilities to handle the unicorn match. And I'm not even joking. Not not even joking on that. Like that's a legitimate consideration right now. I uh, I can see it. So our next uh, question has a <laughs> requires long answer. I think. Anyway, Daniel ba- Barker, not Baker. What should have been placed on the RL in your opinion? How do you rank the clan power levels from best to worst and post crane, post restricted list, pre lion pre lion pack meta? <laughs> So, we can both answer the first one first. We'll pick one card each. Just um, one. What 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 would you put on there? What would I put on the restricted list? Probably something from Crab. Yeah. I mean, I suggest Iron, a tal- Iron, Iron Mind, maybe. I suggest a Talisman know. earlier. Yeah. Possibly Iron Mind with Rebuild. Because then mm-hmm. you can... You can... Like, I... Like they swapped Iron Mind for Rebuild, which in the last update, which literally did nothing to the deck. Like I don't, I don't understand right, why right. they did that. Actually, all they did was hurt people who wanted to splash crabs. So, so uh, clan power levels. Yeah. So in my head, I think Unicorn and Crab are top. I actually think <clears throat> Phoenix are right up there, but I think they're just behind Unicorn and Crab right now. I think Crab is good against everything that isn't Phoenix or Unicorn. Um, mm-hmm. Unicorn is good against everything that... I mean, if, if Unicorn is good, but just fragile. Um, but is especially good against Crab, which pushes them up to that top level, because Crab are on the top level, and if you can beat the best deck, then you are a good deck. Um, I think Phoenix are right up there. Um, Crane probably... Are, like that new pack is really good for them. Like losing Steward of Lord does hurt, but I think Crane, are, Crane will have at least one or two builds that are right up there as well. Um, okay. Dragoner, okay. Like I don't know how to assess Dragon to be honest, but they're okay. Um, like Scorpion. Well, like, I don't think Scorpion were in the shitter before this, like everyone suggested. Scorpion was still really good. And I was playing Scorpion, uh, so it's not just a, oh, I struggle, like, like, I'm playing with the deck and it was still doing really mm-hmm. fucking good. Scorpion, good. Yeah, yeah. It is a nerf and it will tone them down. It will be a noticeable tone down, but I don't think, like, I, I think they're still. <laughs> Do you think we'll I, see more Kane Bayushi out there now? I think we will, and I think that's a good thing. Like, at the moment, okay. it's just not really been seeing play. Even though when people have played it, it's actually done pretty well at Kotai's, so... 
Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just... I, I think everything is quite close, is the thing. Like, I think Lina still lasts, but I don't think they're a long way behind, and I don't think Scorpion are a long way behind. I think Dragon... No, I don't think... I think yeah, I don't think there's very many gap... very much gap between... I think everything Anything, really. I this is the this is why I do like this RL and Arata is I think things have been brought closer together. I think Crab and Unicorn are a standout first place for me. But behind them I think everything is, is a lot more closely packed. Like Phoenix and Crane right behind them. I'm not sure whether Dragon are on that tier or just below, but then Scorpion and Lion. Like I, yeah. Okay. That's my thoughts. I, I could be proved wrong. I'm well, not. Well, like like last last Thursday, I played against Crab and Unicorn, <laughs> and I I beat the Crab, and I lost the Unicorn, but very very close. Scorpion, especially pre Pat uh, pre Arata, Scorpion should have always beaten Crab anyway. They're both running Dishonor, but one of the decks is immune to Dishonor. So yeah, yeah. Obviously, that was pre the ner- pre you know yeah. open hand nerf. Okay, uh, David Stewart Latimore asks, where can I find a list of all Phase 2 Elemental Challenges, and when do they start? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know why you have no idea? Because it ain't up yet? There is no fucking (laughs) list. They're due to start this weekend, incidentally. (laughs) There isn't a list. Oh. No one knows anything. Oh, okay. The TOs and stores, as far as I'm aware... Like, they haven't even heard or seen any sight of the actual packs for them to even run the fucking tournaments, and they're due to start this weekend. <laughs> uh, the following weekend, I'm meant to be potentially TOing one. Um, and I know nothing about it. I'm also probably oh. not, I'm probably not gonna TO it, cause I don't live near that shop anymore. I'm just gonna go and participate, but. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I didn't I might, know you knew how to TO. Uh, uh, you just. Bring up Lotus Pavilion on your phone, right? It's really fucking easy. <laughs> to be honest, even if even if I like, I'm going to assume I'm going to choose to play, and all I'm going to do is still run it off my phone, to save the shop the hassle of doing it, because it's like got a bunch of upstairs, and I, we don't want to be running up and down or having shop employees running up and down. So I'll pay. like I'll just say to them, look, you're the TO in name, and I'll just run it off my phone, and if we have any issues or anyone has issues with me, I'll tell them come down and see you. Alright. Anders Legohoff asked, you guys rock! I said they could just leave a review of how great we are. Yeah, I I agree. Not just rock, but we roll as well. Oh yeah. So they've got another question for you. Uh, Oh yeah. David Stewart Lettimore. What changes should I make to Shoot's Crane deck, assuming Keeper of Air is still, assuming still Keeper of Air, but Crane Pack is legal, and I'm expecting the tournament to be 25% Phoenix? Ring of Binding, Gossip, Uji. What what changes would you make, Sparks? Uh, all of them, all the changes. Shoot's Uh, deck is shit. (laughs) It's not very good against Phoenix, I'll be honest. Um, (laughs) especially Priorata. Um. Uji definitely goes in. I up I, I up the seal of the crane to two because now you're running uh Taturi as well as Uji. Um I would be running two gossips so you can try and stave off five fires for a couple of turns. And if they count that just one. I wouldn't run one ever. I'd run two. Even consider three if you're really scared of five fires actually with that deck. I would consider three. Like 
you start naming. Turn two is when you buy your guy, so you. But it's only for the phase, actually, so maybe that's not worth. Either, either way, like I still would run go- uh, two gossip. Uh, not much else changes, to be honest. Sw- I'd swap the stronghold in anyway, and add in a gun buy. Mm. Yeah, that's the. Uh, I actually have a support of the unicorn version of his build, which was quite fun to play, but um, not having talisman is pretty bad. No, that's fair. I answered that one, so you can answer the next one. We're, we're going to swap oh. swap around. Uh, <laughs> Anil Superum. Yeah, he asks you, low-hanging fruit, who are the biggest winners and losers of the Restrict List update, and do you think Tyler got it right? Biggest winner was Crab. Yeah. By far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. I mean, uni- Unicorn as well. Like, yeah, I, mean, I'm, I mean, those were the two untouched by it, so, uh, like, true, obviously true. they won. I think Crab won more because Phoenix got hurt, right? And Phoenix was yeah. a bad match for Crab. Mm-hmm. And do I think Tyler got it right? Biggest losers. Is Tyler the one who big, does all this? Big, biggest losers first. <laughs> oh, biggest losers? Uh, Probably Scorpion. Close. Yeah. It's close with Scorpion and Crane, I think. Because I don't think Crane necessarily needs something on a restricted list right now. I mean, his justification for adding Guest of Honor was, well, it's not fair, Crane don't have something, so here you go. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then this one was like, oh, he's really good with For Shame. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a two-card bow combo, so sweet. <laughs> like like two-card, yeah. one-fake bow, bow a guy. <laughs> yeah, as long as that guy isn't honored. Like, that was never <laughs> an issue. Um Duel to the Death is probably an issue with Steward, but I think preemptively restricting it makes it sound like you think that Duel to the Death is too good. And if Duel to the Death is too good, then why was it printed? Yeah, and like, I think, like what you said, Scorpion lost because they should have got something to come off of the restricted list with the nerf of the stronghold. Yeah. Uh, do we think Tyler got it right? <laughs> Almost. Uh, I think he got some things right, yeah. It's it's like he threw a dart aiming for the bullseye and he got it near the bullseye. He's gonna get better aim. Yep. All right. Uh, Ronan Gamez. On a one to ten scale, where ten is the most epic of fails, how hard of a fall fail. is getting Seeker Avoid instead of Keeper of anything for Green? <laughs> how hard of a fail? So ten. No, Seeker Avoid is a good roll, um, but still like a five. Oh, so half well, fail and half not. Yeah, like like secret like no one's. There's a reason that secret void had three clans fucking take it right. Like secret void mm-hmm. is a is is a really good role. Um, right, right. And uh, and I think dragon still have secret void as well, right? So I think four clans have secret mm-hmm. void now. Um, or do lions still have it, or did they replace their secret of void with secret of air? Oh, I can't remember what they got now. Uh, they got Seeker of Void and Keeper of something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Um, it's, so got Keeper of Fire? It's, it's not the biggest fail. It's, it's very frustrating from a deck-building perspective, and it's frustrating from a dueling-building perspective, because the influence was also relevant, because Coden Kikita only has nine influence. Like, mm. There's like, fuck all we can splash at nine influence. Um so yeah, like like half, like it is bad, but like we still have one of the best roles. So yeah, um, 
Thomas Van, Thomas Van Deenberg asks, does the lack of diversity among roles chosen show a problem with card equality across the various elements? Uh, was enough done with the new errata and restrict list, and why is For Greater Glory not offered? Hashtag no influence, hashtag free FGG. No, For Greater Glory is not, not off of it, because Unicorn. I mean, I think swapping uh, cav reserves I mean, for greater glory would have been a better option so that you still can't cav reserves into for greater glory but lion can actually use nah. for greater glory i mean that's fair too we, we should start the first question <laughs> yeah well, well we've done we've done the last one so let's work upwards. yeah let's go next <laughs> uh was enough done i don't think so uh i think a lot was done and, and i think i think overall it everything that happened with the errata and restricted list is going to help the game they just could have done a little bit more, like with, you know, Crab, what we were talking about. I have a question for you based off that. No. Is it better to do smaller steps and try and hit it with as little errata and restrict as possible, or is it better to just smash it down and then try and ease off later? Oh, that's a good question, though. Um, because if you don't think enough is done, does it, does that if, I, if, if they the update it more often, like I, I'm of the opinion of do a lot and then start taking stuff off as needed. I think it's harder to tell what to take off though. If you put like if you, if you do too much in one go and completely mm-hmm. fuck with all the balance, it's a lot harder to tell what coming off is good or bad. Right? Maybe. I just don't think enough was done this time. I think I think it could have been a little bit more. So fine. His, la- his other question then, uh, does lack of diversity among roles chosen show a problem with card equality across the various elements? Well, obviously. Um, I mean, that's just how it is. People choose the role they think is the best. And well, what's, what's weirder with this, though, is there aren't really any particularly good void role cards. Like, Fires of Justice and Georgian's Curse have some edger cases that could be fun. But other, like no one's sure. no one's Proven- picking province row is good yeah no one's picking i don't think anyone has picked seeker of void for any void cards they've picked it because they printed two insanely good void provinces in the core set right mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's pretty much it though but that that sways enough you know province row is a big deal in the game yep well moving on oh i just refreshed the page and now all my stuff is in the wrong order <laughs> um, so now uh, we actually will be reading in, a, in the wrong order <laughs> alright David Stewart Lattimore did the clans pick the right roles if not what would have been smarter and why do you think they were so stupid uh, obviously Crane picked the perfect role Crane did wrong I, I, I firmly believe every like if every clan is allowed two roles at any given time then Whatever on the elements. Take a fucking keeper and a fucking seeker so that your players of your clan can deck build. Like, how different is a seeker of void deck out of crane going to be to a seeker of fire deck out of crane? Realistically. <laughs> you're you're going to swap out, like, because you're running magistrate station no matter what. So you're going to swap out meditations on the Tau or feast or famine if you're a maverick and put in mm. pilgrimage. And that is all that will change in your deck. Yeah. I just yeah. There's there's no options. Like and to be honest, Seeker of Void is better than Seeker of Fire for Crane, regardless. So 
Crane, Crane have one role now. <laughs> is 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 the real like like the the top competitive players? Eric might play fire because it was his pick. Like I maybe that's plausible. Yeah. But I think even he'll play secret void. Just everyone will just play secret void. I wonder why he didn't pick secret void. Uh, there was actually a specific reason. It was to do with if he picked Seeker of Void, then another clan would pick something. The the clan that picked Seeker of Void would pick a different role, and then it would leave someone else with some shit role. It it was something along those lines. Like they they collude they colluded oh, okay. on their pick order to make sure that no one got stuck with absolute trash. Oh, I gotcha. That said, I mean, if I was world champion, I'd have just picked whatever the fuck I wanted. So. So you're next. Yeah, James Cameron. <laughs> James Cameron asks, "Will the Crane Clan Wait, always be hated?" <laughs> James Cameron asks, "Will the Crane James Clan Cameron. always be hated?" I don't even see James Cameron. Well, I don't care. <laughs> will the Crane Clan always be hated? Yep, that's his question. That's the question. Of course they will. Yeah, people hate perfection. That's a dark virtue. Oh yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now I forgot where I was. I was <laughs> looking around for you. Uh, Ryan York. I have stopped playing because I felt the pace of the game was too slow, and player retention was too too low. Is there any change to the game which improves either of those issues? Yes and no. So, uh, as far as the game being too slow, the game is not designed to be a fast game and I don't think it'll ever be that fast. But if you want fast games, you can play the new Unicorn HMT and just win the game on Conflict 1 of Turn 2. So. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's not fun, I don't think, for anyone like that. It's just, oh, cool, game's over. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't see a point. Um, as far as player retention, they are now putting a better focus and more stuff into local scene tournaments or casual play which is potentially good. But player retention also needs other players around them to be working to retain the players. Like, FFG don't ever do enough to keep players playing their games. The communities are what do it. So I don't think a lot of, the, a lot of card games don't do it enough to keep player retention. It's mostly the players. Wizards is pretty good at it. For all their failings, they are good so. at player retention. Yeah, they... they support weekly Friday night tournaments with free shiny promos. They get new players in with literally free decks, like free trial decks. Oh, true. They they do a lot of work for that sort of thing. And also, see, like you don't just have to buy a whole collection. And L5R is a really difficult game to play casually because it's a really difficult game to play. Yeah, it is in a casual game. Which is really sad because it used to have like a massive that if ffg also catered to the casual player base at tournaments and stuff then it might work because old l5r wasn't exactly the easiest game to play but it was very very good at retaining a lot of the casual players ag supported that really really well and ffg don't give a fuck about them so okay uh anders lego hoff asks how hard do you guys think Steward of Law on the RL will hit Crane mid-range deck? He was put there to stop Duel to the death. He he, he stops Duel to the death. <laughs> yeah. Or put him on a restricted list. It, it does it does you hurt the Crane mid-range. Out, what, what would you take out? Well, the thing... Right, so it hurts a mid-range deck because honestly, like especially now, Crane aren't running that many courtiers dynasty side 
which means for shame was mm-hmm. like even since core when we ran more courtiers but especially now for shame is basically there for when you also have steward it's a two card combo you play your steward you bow a guy and mm-hmm. i think so i think this also removes for shame from most screen decks um and that does hurt the sort of okay. just standard mid-range deck because you just you lose an offensive action, and you also lose a one-drop conflict character. Crane's conflict characters are not cheap. Losing the really really good one-one-one is painful. Yeah. All right. Um, Roger Jones. Hot takes and clan standings after a new restricted list. We already answered that. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Jason. Actually, Darren actually, Darren answered that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what you get for not reading other people's questions. Paul Evan Paul Evans asks, what impact will City of the Open Hand or to have? Also Lion are terrible and I hate FFG. I'll answer that second thing he said. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely seen someone called Paul Evans in playtest credits for some of the release product. So mm-hmm. um if that's you, Paul, uh maybe you should playtest them better. Just, just, <laughs> just saying. It's I, your own damn fault. I blame the playtesters, uh, and if you're one of those playtesters, then I blame you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I guess what impact? What impact? I, I guess Scorpion decks will be the, the. I mean, Scorpion Stronghold won't be quite as good. Kayun <laughs> <laughs> uh, K- Mayushi will be played more. I. I do think that's an outcome from it. And I don't dislike that. Uh-huh. Kaiden, Kaiden Bayushi can be really fast, which is also a good counter to both Crab and Phoenix. Um, yeah. I, I think, like, it's been slept on because City of the Open Hand is just so good, and now that City of the Open Hand isn't ridiculously fucking broken, um, Kaiden Bayushi might get a chance to do stuff. Alright, um, David Stewart Lattimore, what sort of content is missing from the L5R community that players would benefit from and improve as players. I mean, it's kind of weighted since you've already asked the sort of content you want, right? It's content that improves players. So the obvious thing that actually legitimately is missing is proper strategy articles. Those are the things that help players improve. Like, there are some really good decklist write-ups, like Shoot's list for his MPE, in air quotes, dueling deck um dan k mm-hmm. uh action johnny his write-up for his um uh, unicorn that did top four at denver those sort of write-ups are really really useful for if you want to steal someone else's deck and play it but understand how it's meant to be played but there's not much in the way of general strategy articles and i think so do you think that should be like an official ffg thing no i think I think that you would reach out to some of these players and ask them to do like a little thing and then have FFG publish it on their, on their I mean, site. I mean, FFG did last year, right? They were like reached out to one person from each clan. Some of them were good. Some of them were just random people from the clan, right? But, um, mm-hmm. like to ask for, for that sort of thing. The problem with the game is it's really hard to like even just general strategy. Like some, some things you like. Yeah, you should always bid five, except when you shouldn't. And then you go, well, when should <laughs> when shouldn't you? Well, there's that that's you just a very feel it deep in the game. question. Yeah, <laughs> like that. You know, why should I run one copy of Assassinate or two copies of Assassinate, or or when do I play this Assassinate? And like, there's so many 
vari- variables in a game that I think the reason we haven't seen any real strategy articles because community members are always happy to do that sort of thing because it's too mm-hmm. it's it's really difficult because there's a lot of things you have to take into account in most games some some decks are very very linear in how they play but you you have to understand the fundamentals and it's really hard to teach someone the fundamentals without actually playing through games with them and explaining why every decision point was made at that specific time like right. like if i pass early in dynasty to gain a fate cool i've gained a fate so you could say well he's just doing it because he knows his opponent's about to pass and he wants to gain the fate instead but there is a really good character in his province so is the reason mm-hmm. i've passed because of the fate or is the reason because i've got a really expensive fate hand and i don't really want my dynasty cards or is the reason like like this yeah yeah like even just a simple thing as passing why did he pass early in dynasty or when do and you-, you know what there was there was some content out there early in the games uh, when, you know, the game just released, like uh, James Balthus used to do, you know, streaming of his his games and do his thought process as he went along. Yeah, Fro- Frotop so, um, also does yeah. uh, like streaming with his no funny mm-hmm. stuff. He hasn't done much for a while with that, I don't think, but like he, he's very so good at like explain going Explaining. here's yeah here's yeah. a basic deck here's why we're making these choices here's a couple of example games here's why i'm doing everything i'm doing that's really good content um that we're yeah, definitely yeah. missing that does improve people mm-hmm. i think though yeah like people the best way for anyone to improve is to play a bunch of fucking games and to be intelligent enough to analyze their own games if you lose because your opponent five fires your entire board off the field, you don't go, mm-hmm. "Oh, I lost because five fires is bullshit." Like you, you go, <laughs> you go. Did I overfate my characters? Is that is that where the issue is? Like maybe I should have made his yeah, five yeah. fires less appealing, or maybe I should have gone wider so that five fires didn't matter as much, or like right, right. that that cancel I used three turns ago against a display of power. Did I really need to do that then? Could I have saved it for this five fires? Like, and yeah. like, because things you do on turn one and two could still be affecting you on turn four and five very, very, very yep. easily. Um, you got to know what, how to isolate those things. And like, every single resource is so incredibly valuable. Like, if you play a card that is that is your damn one card and one action. Mm-hmm. Um, so is it, I think those strategy articles are just too hard to do. Like it has to be gameplay videos with explanations. Yeah, yeah. I've considered like recording or streaming some games and walking people through what I'm thinking because I also play a lot of off-meta stuff when I'm doing when I would be doing stuff like that because um, I play off-meta stuff all the time and I think yeah. it could be beneficial for people to start thinking outside of the oh here's the world championship deck i'll just put in one new card every time a good card is released like it, it, <laughs> it can take you entirely out of that like yeah I, people know on the crane discord i do a lot with like i, I enjoy playing kabuki hero with height of fashion right that's a it's, a, <laughs> yeah. it's such a shitty stupid combo but it's genuinely quite fun and i've won tournaments with it like again smaller scale tournaments like 12 odd people mm-hmm. whatever but one tournaments playing it and it's not because i was playing a bunch of good stuff and those happened to be in the deck and i didn't really play them like that yeah they actually had impact on your games yeah and you can build your deck to 
deliberately allow that to be the case. Mm-hmm. And that's how... And, and, like, when you just try... Like, people don't try stupid stuff. Like, that That would be... If I was doing anything in the way of articles or videos, it would be, let's try some weird shit out. Because one ever tries weird stuff out. And I had the most fun last year when I was just playing the totally different crazy shit every tournament. And that's how I end up with Fallen in Battle in my top four at Birmingham Grand Kotai last year. Because it didn't quite... <laughs> Like, I threw it in as a joke, and it actually did quite good in a few, like, enough games to justify it as a one-up. Like, it was, it was, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. And then it was even more fun when, like, even at the, you, you, you know, your top 32, top 16, top 8, top 4 opponents, you know, when you're, you're training decklist in, like, a 330-man event, and your top 4 mm. opponent reads your decklist and goes, Fallen in battle? Shit. Yeah. What? Is, <laughs> fallen in battle? Is that the, the, the discard my guy? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, they just stare at it in confusion. And that was so much more. That was so fun. Like, yeah. I want to see more. Uh, that, yeah, so in answer to the original question about three hours ago, um, I want to mm-hmm. see people focused on not the cutting edge this is the perfection style deck but actually thinking for themselves and yeah here's some other cool stuff you can try try it out maybe you'll hate it who gives a fuck like you don't lose anything it doesn't hurt to try yeah Yeah. exactly like I might um I've got a uh elemental challenge like saying like just under two weeks. I might, if the crane packs out, legitimately just take crane support the crane to that. Why not? Like, like, could be a laugh. <laughs> crane have good cards. I don't need to splash shit. Well, you know, you don't have to have a roll. That is also true. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I haven't done no roll yet. Might have to do that just, just for my opponents to just look at and be like, "What? What are you doing?" <laughs> Or they like confuse the shit out of them. You're not you're not like if you play Seeker of Void, you're not required to run two void provinces. You're just allowed to run so, so just play it with just <laughs> one of each element, so they get really confused when they flipped all five of my back row. <laughs> and they're like, So pilgrimage is on your stronghold then? Fair enough. <laughs> also I got to, uh I haven't played with Blood of Orangutans for a while, so I need to make a deck with that in again. Alright. We're way off to Moving on. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. are we? Are there any more questions? Uh, there's one more. Oh, I think David Stewart, Lattimore, Kuzunobu, or Kuwanan. Well, I think Kuwanan. Kuwanan is isn't that one Hotaru's husband? Is it? So, so this is a story-based question that relies on us knowing what's going on in the story. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on in the story. Uh, I did read the recent one that was basically the start of the the result, like of of Eric's world championship pick. Because I figured oh, okay. I figured I owe it to read that, and that didn't mention either of those characters. Um, <laughs> I've read the Phoenix book and the Scorpion book, and I don't remember mention of I like Kwan and his Hotaru's husband or betrothed or something. I'm pretty sure. I mean, what? What are those names? Those don't even sound Asian. <laughs> Look, I'm not in charge of the story, right? So. <laughs> Alright, like, Kuwanan sounds like a, a Hawaiian name. <laughs> Kuwa 
I mean, they they are using <laughs> they they're using the Japanese uh, syllables. Okay. If that helps. <laughs> I believe you. All right. Sorry, Dave. We don't know nothing about the story. Yeah. <laughs> so, in answer to your question, Kuanan. No, Zenobu. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. I think we're out of listener questions. Uh, there, that was it. Cool. Well, we managed to pad that episode out for much longer than I expected after we got through the the uh, the previews <laughs> way too fast. <laughs> I just, just stop. Like I've been chatting about them nonstop since they hit uh, yesterday. So like I don't feel like I've got anything to add. So you had all your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been like I downloaded Discord onto my work computer. Been chatting all day today. <laughs> you don't actually do work. I did work. <laughs> Some of it. I'm not looking forward to school, man. Yeah, yeah. So we should uh, sign off this episode, right? Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead.